when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the 1619 Project from the New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of the New York Times, to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it. Hi, I'm Imri, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Wannabe Podcast, the podcast that takes you high achievers from where you are to where you want to be in 30 minutes or less. I am so excited about this week's episode. Before I get into it, can I just say a massive thank you for tuning in and choosing to take action and create meaningful changes in your life and careers. I hope this podcast helps you as much as it helps me. If you're listening on an iPhone or an Apple device and you enjoy these episodes, please do leave a review on iTunes Podcasts. Also, for all the listeners in the US, the podcast is now available on Google Play. So when you share it with a friend, you can now say that Wannabe is available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Acast and Pocket Cast, just to name a few. This week's Support This is for Hashtag Her Future Africa, a pan-African female-focused accelerator created by Eunice Baguma Ball. She is the founder of the Africa Technology Business Network and a close personal friend of mine. Eunice has been working to create cross-cultural links between tech entrepreneurs in the UK and in Africa. The Her Future Africa program provides female entrepreneurs on the continent with training, access to global networks and mentorship, leaving these women fully equipped to be innovators and leaders in their community. You can support this by donating or pre-ordering the book titled Founding Women, which spotlights and documents successful African female entrepreneurs that are killing it in tech. For more information, visit herfutureafrica.org. This week, I'm joined by the incredible writer, speaker and community builder, Emily Wapnick. Some of you may be familiar with Emily because of her TEDx Bend talk called Why Some of Us Don't Have One True Calling, where she coined the phrase multi-potentialite. The talk landed on the front page of TED.com and has over 4.6 million views to date. Emily is the founder of PuddyLike.com, which is described as the home for multi-potentialites. She's also the author of the incredible book, How to Be Everything, a guide for those that still don't know who they want to be. And in today's episode, we discuss why and how you can be everything if that's your calling, how you can change your language and those of your peers so that you can be free to follow the path or paths that you wish to follow. We also talk about role models and why you need to surround yourself with multi-potentialites. I loved recording this episode and I've been so excited to share it. So I hope you enjoy it too. So the question is, what's your issue? Um, What is my issue? I think my issue is um, just 
the idea that everyone needs to specialize and that we should all kind of live this one type of life and that specialization is the the key to success for everyone. <sighs> yes, it is. And I mean, society has done a really great job of telling us that we need to do that. And yeah. uh, you talk about the culture basically telling essentially kids from a young age and it kind of, and then it builds up over time. Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? As if there's only one thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess what, uh, what I want to know around the specialization route is how can someone, how can we as a culture and as a society be kind of more mindful? What kind of language can we use instead? You know, I think that like, if we were to just follow up that question with like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, it can be many things like what are, or like, what are all the things you want to be when you grow (laughs) up? Maybe. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think encouraging kids and, and everyone really to kind of dream of all the different things and to, it's like a, this and that not a, this or that equation. Yeah. That's, that's really useful. Um, Cause I think a lot of things as with, um, as we evolve, language evolves and how we say things now definitely has the capacity to change. I think technology has mm-hmm. en- enabled us to change dramatically. So I don't think I've ever been asked like what all of, what, what are all the things that you want to be in life? Like no one's ever, and I think I would be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that reaction would be like, what do you mean? I don't, I don't compute what you're asking me. Right. Um, and I guess what what are some of the dangers and the pitfalls of trying to make someone specialize in one thing or making them feel bad for doing many things? Yeah, so I would say first that there are some people who are natural specialists for whom like that is absolutely the right way to go. And I'm not, like I said, I don't like telling people what to do and I don't think that there's one way to live your life. So um, if you feel like a specialist in your heart, then go for it. Like, that's, that's cool. That's great. We need specialists. Um, but the danger of telling everyone that they need to specialize is that, well, there's, there's a few things. So first, if a multi-potentialite tries to kind of stifle all these other facets of their personality and all these other passions and skills, and just focus on one thing, I think that they're going to kind of be miserable over the long term. And they'll be bored. And more importantly, they're not going to feel like they're um, contributing in, in all the different ways that they can. And the rest of us are going to miss out on um, all of the amazing work that they might create. And um, some of that will come from kind of combining different things that don't normally go together and jumping around between disciplines and um, applying knowledge from one field to knowledge from another field. And, um, and just, you know, there's so much more that we can do and um, create if we aren't holding ourselves to, or we aren't being held to like this one identity or role. Um, so yeah, I think that it, it, letting people kind of build lives where they get to do a lot of different things and, and that are just like more aligned with, with how they're wired. Um, it benefits them but it also benefits like the rest of us I think we're getting closer to that 
Maybe yeah. now I feel like I think so too. I feel like I'm stumbling upon more and more people that seem to be doing a lot more things, or maybe it's because I'm doing a lot of things, so I tend to gravitate. I don't know uh-huh. if it's like a confirmation bias type thing. Where you kind of <laughs> there's just part meet, of that for sure. Yeah, you kind of meet the people that are doing a lot because you're doing a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, I love I love that you said you know the world essentially will miss out if we don't let people kind of essentially be who they want to be. Um, and do the things that they want to do and there's definitely um, scope for that I mean Mm -hmm. one thing that cropped up in my head uh, when I was on the bus home was what if you're not good at all the things that you want to do (laughs) (laughs) I think that's okay like you don't have to be amazing at everything that you do and I, I think we like place so much emphasis on like skill and we forget about things like creativity and enjoyment and like, like, yeah, you need to be able to meet your financial goals and you want to do work that you find meaningful. And like, probably what'll happen is there'll be some things that you're quite good at and other things that you're less good at and you do for fun. Um, and that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to, um, dabble in like typography and lettering and Uh I've never had, like I've never had drawing skills or just any yeah. kind of arty skills I'm, I'm really just bad at it but I really love it yeah <laughs> and I want to be awesome. good at it and I just keep like drawing <laughs> random things and just hoping for the best um and that's why I asked that question because I'm like I'm just not good at it but I want to do it so badly yeah <laughs> no I think that's great and if you like like little kids like when we're kids we're it doesn't no one expects you to be good at something when you start taking classes. Like we're just encouraged to go and try a bunch of things. But suddenly when we're adults, we're like, Oh, like, you know, we have to, we don't want to look stupid or like, so I think it's great. Like just have fun. And it's, it's almost like a radical act to be like, I don't care if I suck at this, I enjoy (laughs) it and I'm going to do it. And you'll get better at it the more you do it. So that's a really great way of looking at it and reminds me of my stepdad who I'm he's gonna hate me for saying this so much but he took um like a nail course because he just wanted to learn how to design nails really randomly and we we definitely gave him like a lot of crap for it Um, (laughs) but I was also like I was kind of really admiring him and his like how bold he was because it just never see it was such a deviation from anything I knew about him and who he was awesome. that I was like why not take a nail course why not <laughs> it was really random awesome. but um yeah I'm definitely surrounded by some cool people that try cool things so I appreciate that um so what would be the action that you recommend that the listeners take either right now in this moment or later today when they have some free time uh to kind of be more comfortable with who and what they want to do in their lives. And another thing that we that was coming up for me while we were talking about this is like role models. And the fact that we don't really like there are all of these incredible successful like culturally significant figures out there like throughout history and even today who do many things. So maybe if you want to start embracing all of these sides of yourself Think about someone that you admire who does a lot of different things and um, start to get inspired and start to get around other people who are doing many things and um, aren't kind of running away from that side of, of their of, of themselves. Because um, I think it, it really helps to kind of get around the right people and, and get away from the people who are like, 
what do you, what do you mean you're going to take a nail club? <laughs> you know, like whatever. <laughs> He's whatever still going to hate me. Is. <laughs> no, that's really good advice. Definitely get around people that do a lot, especially if you have that burning and yearning um, desire. The more people I meet and the more people I speak to because of this podcast, I know for a fact that like a lot of them are doing side hustles, which I think is also mm-hmm. kind of a sign and a, a trait that you know you're not you don't have to do one thing you can do many things a lot of us are doing loads of things at different times and enjoying them all equally um so yeah that's really good advice think about who your role models are and find the people that find your tribe I guess and you happen to have one if you want to shamelessly plug it (laughs) I I do yeah you're welcome to check out the um putty like or the putty tribe but yeah, it's just P-U-T-T-Y-L-I-K-E. And we've got, I think, like 500 blog posts up there um, at this point, all about how to live a life around many passions. And um, yeah, yeah, we get into a lot of different issues that the Essentialites deal with. <laughs> Thank you so much, Emily. Like, it's been so much fun. And I'm so glad I got to speak to you. So this week's action is to find and hang out with multi-potentialites. You may already know a few, but you can always visit Emily's home of multi-potentialites, puttylike.com. This week's action works really well with Ruby's advice from episode 10. Try the 50 coffee method and start inviting the multi-potentialites that you come across to coffee and build those real life connections. Try inviting one person to coffee this week and let me know how you get on. You can find out more about Emily by visiting her website, puttylike.com. That's P-U-T-T-Y-L-I-K-E.com. You can follow her on Twitter at Emily Wapnick. That's E-M-I-L-I-E-W-A-P-N-I-C-K. Her book, How to Be Everything, is available for purchase on Amazon and Audible if you prefer audiobooks. It's incredible and the last chapters will definitely boost your productivity. On Wednesday's episode, we talk about how Emily prepared for her viral TED Talk, how she secured a book deal, and how she came to the realisation and acceptance that she didn't have one true calling. If this sounds like something you or a friend need to hear, then make sure you are subscribed on iTunes, Spotify, Acast, SoundCloud, Google Play, Pocket Cast, and many more. If you loved the episode with brand and marketing expert Priska Moyesa, which I know you did because my mentions were a hot mess on Twitter, she'll be back and our Twitter followers voted for our main topic already, which is how to execute your vision. To submit questions, you can visit wannabepodcast.com and select Branding Clinic. You can tweet your questions to at wannabepodcast. Alternatively, if you're old school like me, you can just send them to wb at shoutoutnetwork.co.uk. There are no stupid questions, so tell us who you are, plug your brand, and let's get you to where you want to be. I've taken action myself and made my freelance marketing services available via wannabepodcast.com, which I'm so excited about. I'm super obsessed with data and conversions, and I've been so busy with rebranding the podcast and shout out that I haven't been able to take on any new clients. Well, the good news is I have space for two to three new clients. So if you need a little help writing compelling emails, communicating your vision or story, designing eye-catching images, then I can help you. If you just need a jump start on your content and social media strategy and you need workable templates and processes so that you can do it yourself, I can help you with that too. Go ahead and visit wannabepodcast.com and select Hire Me. 
Thank you all again for listening and supporting. Thank you to everyone that has left a review so far. I'm deeply grateful. Be sure to follow Wannabe on Twitter and Instagram at Wannabe Podcast. If you like what you've heard so far, please do leave a review on iTunes. And I'm going to be signing out and I hope to see you again on Wednesday. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.